Hi friends, and welcome back to The Sandwich, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. I also have this cute person next to me. Wow, Hi. I'm cute. You are cute. <laughs> you know, it took a while to set up and he kind of didn't bitch too much. That's awesome. You have to get along with people when you're in the middle of this <laughs> quarantine quarantine stuff. So Dean is back by popular demand. Oh, I'm sure. No, they people enjoy mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They make enjoy. Me feel, yeah, make me feel great. What was the best comment from the last video? Like Dean has this like negative, <laughs> like real vibe and people like it. And I'm like, I like it too. It's kind of like, it's like one of those uh, insult compliments. Like, wow, you really carry that weight well. It's like... <laughs> No, but this person thought it was like very reassuring because you know what? Dean does not sugarcoat shit. Your teeth are a real natural color. Like, (laughs) I'll come up with a bunch of them. How much coffee did you drink to get them that really nice color? That is nice, yeah. Yeah, it like makes me feel Some people smoke and that's fine. (laughs) Okay, so Dean's back. We're going to do a little update uh, for the first half. And then the latter half, we're going to take your questions and we're going to bring them in. So yeah, then we're going to make out. Well, except I just put this pretty lipstick on, so I don't I know. I, I did get even, all gussied up though. And I can see your cleavage and you're wearing dark lipstick, which is t- my total go-to. I know. I so did it as so a what, distraction. So you're going to have you're gonna have a lot of editing. You'd be like, we'd be talking, blah, blah, blah. And then my it'd be like this. Mm. <laughs> and it'd be like, bleep, bleep. And then next thing he'll come right back to me going, they'll say, yeah, so anyway, then I was there. But then I was like, what we, I was, listen, I'm getting that COVID weight gain in all the right places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. No, I don't. You don't. It's fine. Nobody's gaining weight. Nobody cares. We are, but who cares? cares. Okay. So let's just, let's start this business. (laughs) It's not like we're, it's not like you're, you're gaining weight, but it's not like you're meaning to do things. You're just less active because. You know, you're you're bathing in cortisol. It's not like we're sitting down for a yes. run. Hey, kid, hey kids, here's your pound of butter. Just put a pound of <laughs> butter in front of them. Oh, delicious! Mm, that's delicious, Dad. Mm. <laughs> Want some lard? Let's drink some whipping cream. You're right about the cortisol, though. I listened to like a really. I've been listening to oh. great podcasts, and there was this guy, and he wrote a book, and he was just sounded very smart, all about just giving yourself permission to feel the things you want to feel right now. And one of the things he was saying is like, yeah, we're just in the state of cortisol like all day. So it's very hard to. Who's this guy? I don't know his name. Sounds like a punk. No, he's smart. Anyway. He's real smart. Okay. out of the cortisol. And end to the podcast. There's nothing you're going to do about anything, but just keep on trucking. Anyway. Okay. So let's, let's begin the show. Uh, the intro is always a little weird because I've got the podcast and the video going, but basically we're just going to talk about some stuff. So let's damn well do it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. So how should we begin? Well, I'm Dean and I'm a cancer. I like long walks and sushi. <laughs> sushi. We just had a serious oh my sushi God, wasn't feed. Wasn't that the best? It was so good. Yeah. You know what? There's nothing. Like, but I went way overboard on the sushi. It's like, you wouldn't think that we have no jobs. Well, you kind of have a job. But you wouldn't think we have any jobs. I'm like, no, I, I need like $170 worth of sushi. Oh my God. That's how much that cost? Tax, dude. Jesus. We live in Canada. Yeah, and to be fair, like, sushi is expensive in Ontario. You pay lots of tax in this country. Let me tell you that. But we, like, I feel like, okay, so first of all, if you missed it, we had our 10-year wedding anniversary on April 10th. Woo, we did it. Going strong, going strong. Oh, I'm I'm speaking to the other men out there that are in their 10th year, like, (gasps) keep on going, dude. Well, technically, Keep on going. Don't pull the plug yet. It's not. Excuse me? It's year 16, to be honest. Whatever. Anyway. Married for 10. It's exciting. Yeah, it worked out. We had nothing to do, but, uh, oh, we had a really, did you post any of the video and stuff? I'm going to cut it down for Instagram soon, but yeah. Okay. I'll give you the background because, uh, basically what happened is that because of this COVID-19, we can't go anywhere really like we didn't buy each other gifts because I mean, what, Hey, Mm. here's a, I don't know. To be, well, to be honest, you know what we usually do for April? No. We go out for either anniversary or or my birthday, or both. We do both. Yeah. We usually go for both. And then we go shopping and we buy Amanda presents. That's what we usually oh, that's do. Right. We do. We do buy you presents. But because... I never get a present. This is bullshit. <laughs> I, I just rem- am the gift. No, I'm kidding. I don't know what... No, okay, not fair. I do buy you presents. 
Dean is not a big gift receiver. Like, don't like Griff. What don't did like I buy this. you at Christmas that you loved? The drone. Oh my God. I love my Mavic drone. Dean, we got him a Fitbit last year, the year before. Like you love yeah. techie stuff, but you're, Dean's not a big small gift purchaser. He likes what he likes and you buy the things you like. I, on the other hand, really love in the spring to get like a fresh little wardrobe situation going on. Because like, in the past years, I've gone traveling. I've Are you from trips. Spain or something? Or I'm you, like touching you. Like, hey, hey. Anyway. Deal uh, with it. What's if you're from Spain and not offended you. You know that I'm right, first of all. And second of all, I didn't mean to offend you. It's just like... We haven't hey, touched each hey, other in months. Hey. Okay, so... Dan, don't interrupt me. I was on a God, group. sorry. Okay, so the whole thing is, in the spring, I usually take trips. Like, for the last three, four years, I've done this fun conference in the spring. And I also, like, there tends to be events happening in the city that I go to for work things. And I like to have a few fresh little outfits. So the last few years, that's what we do. We go and that's what we buy me. That's so we segued from what we did on our anniversary to To like you buying stuff. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so back to the show. (laughs) We're all green. So I was explaining something. So basically what happened is because of the COVID-19, we weren't able to do anything. We didn't buy anything, anyone uh, special gifts because really like, I don't know. I'm not in the mood. No, I'm totally not in the mood to spend money on stuff. Except your birthday's coming. We probably will spend money. But, um, so we uh, we came up with a plan that we would um, do like kind of like a little mock wedding with a dance in the kitchen. So we moved the table in the dining room. So we moved the table and we had some, um, we picked some, I, I guess uh, they would be, uh, what kind of flowers are coming up? Uh, like crocuses? Oh, crocuses. I had some crocus flowers and Esme threw the crocuses out, you know, flower girl style and mm-hmm. came down and um, she also did the vows. Well, because how it came to be is I Jack said... Jack was the ring bearer. So cute. You guys got to go check out the YouTube video. Yeah. I'll link it below. Um, it's like in the first five minutes of the video. But how that came to be is that I, w- I was just kind of sitting around and something that I always have wanted to do as a family, but we've never really done is take pictures together. So I thought, well, why don't we get all gussied up and we'll take pictures. And eventually we will do this once, you yeah. know, the world gets back to normal with a nice photographer. But I thought, let's just do something fun. So at like 4 p.m. on Friday, we all just started getting ready. And we took some really fun, like mafia inspired photos. I love them. They weren't mafia inspired. They just happened to look like that after. Yeah, they did. I was By the really way, impressed. if you're in the mafia, we will strike that from the record. It was never said. <laughs> But also you guys look like look cool. So we just wanted to emulate yeah. that. Um, so we it ended up looking really cool. And then as we were planning this whole photo op <clears throat> thing, Esme and Jack were like, you guys should get married again. And it just kind of evolved into this really fun evening. So we exchanged rings again. It was cute. And uh, then we had sushi. Sushi, dance party. And then dance party. And then... Jammies, a movie. Jammies, movie, and bed. I, I was still full of sushi by the time I crawled into bed. I was like, I'm dying. Oh, my God. They should do sushi so with, you know, the rolls that we quite like with like way less rice. Yeah, I could do with less rice. I Honestly, I don't want any rice. I mean, I guess that wouldn't be it the wouldn't rolls, be right? With, yeah. I like the rice, but the rice gets overdone. And doing the brown rice is like, really? I'm not eating brown rice with sushi. Was I there would, brown rice? No, you can at some comp- oh. places because it's better for you. I just say skip the rice. I love sashimi. Yeah, all that spicy. Although that's, anyway. all that stuff is so expensive. You know, it was, but we didn't spend any presents. We didn't spend money on presents. We didn't yeah. order out really for the week before that. Which you know, in our budget, we tend to. Anyway, we're getting off track. Point is, we had a really nice time. So you had some fabulous. subjects that uh, you you wanted to talk about, didn't you? Yeah. Well, we're just doing like a little update, and then I've got oh. all sorts of questions. So. One fun thing we did today. So today is Tuesday. Yeah, update for fun things. We just, we're we're switching shit up because here's the thing. If you, okay, so we've talked about routine. (coughs) Excuse me. We've spoken about routine, how important routine is. We get it. But also there comes a point where you kind of have to rattle that routine a bit. Yeah, you got to rattle it. Go a little loco. Yeah, you do it because you do the same thing over and over and over again. And so I've taken it upon myself to kind of do... You know, I'm waking up in the morning. The very first thing I do is I reach for my phone mm-hmm. and I go to my news feed and I'm just like, oh my God, would you just stop it with this shit? <laughs> like, yes, we know it's bad. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Okay, do you want me to make it easy for you? Get the freaking uh, vaccine. vaccine, number one. And number two, people stay in your freaking houses and, you know, you could say that a million times. People aren't listening. People aren't freaking listening. And 
And I mean, yeah, you can go out, ride your bike. <clears throat> Don't go near people. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, uh, I went with uh, a bike ride with Jack because we have that little trailer that goes, you know, that. So huh, good. Yeah. So great. It's a, not a trailer, but he rides it's like a on ride the bike. along. It's a ride along. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it, it was Easter. Yeah. And people were visiting. And I was just like, there's no way you all live in that house. Why are you doing that? I know. And and also, you know, I, I was at um, the grocery store I, I, an hour in line and with my uh, C95 mask on or N95 or whatever the hell it's called. N95 mask. Mm-hmm. And still, when you're wearing that mask, people are looking at you like shaking their head at you. There's no reason for that, dude. You're like, do you know me? Do you know that I'm susceptible to pneumonia? No, like- but, but the whole thing is, is like, well... How do you know, number one? And they're already talking about it, that it protects more the other people if I have it than me. Honest to God. So I'm being nice to you, but because I'm being nice to you, you're going to like ridicule me for wearing a mask? Dude, get the fuck off here. And there's so many Strike emotions. There's so many emotions that are that are bubbling to the surface with the grocery shopping, I find. Like, yeah. first of all, I don't care who you are. Everybody's thinking about money. Second of all, uh, everyone's thinking about do you have it? You know, those thoughts, like, uh, why are you wearing a mask? Should I be nervous or whatever? There's all these uncertain feelings. Yeah. Then there is the emotional heaviness of being told what to do and how to do it. So like that yeah. distancing between people, I was talking to your dad on the phone and he said, you know, at his grocery store in Alberta, you know, they have the arrows. Okay. To be fair, I haven't actually done any of the grocery shopping. Dean has done it. So is this happening in our grocery stores where there's like you have Noted. to go, <laughs> you have to go certain ways down the aisles? Is that happening here? No, not not certain ways down the aisles, but at the, no, just when you pay. Okay, so in Alberta they have arrows. So like if you're going into the dairy section, you can only walk one direction. So Romeo was walking and he forgot something, turned around and he was like, "Oh, I just got to get this one thing." And this lady was like, "You're going the wrong way," you know. Like everyone is really nervous and there's all these different feelings happening well you know i find just to finish my thought when you come home from the grocery store it is heavy like it's like you just need a minute to like catch your breath because of all of the things that just took place the waiting inside the getting of the groceries the getting back to the house the sanitizing your hands the cleaning everything and you think about the medical professionals and first responders that have to wear that n95 all day i wore it for an hour and i almost panic Ah, interesting. Like, because it's the pressure of well, it. Well, and it's hard to breathe, and you know, you're, it's weird because <clears throat> there's, you know, the um, the crowd that's uh, ridiculing you for it, not ridiculing you, like outward, mm-hmm. outward uh, uh, type ridicule, but just more like giving you the look. Those are the same ones when you're walking in the store. They'll walk right up behind you, and they're like reaching or dude get off of me like i don't know if 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 you're if you just don't care or you just think that you know better or you watched a couple episodes of some science program on youtube or whatever (laughs) but you just don't know so just get off me anyway so it's heavy when you get out of there so you're an hour wait and then you're an hour in the store and i'm not telling anybody anything they don't know but Every, they just, it's, it's just, it's exhausting. Well, and then the emotional hangover you have when you come back, you're like exhausted. I mean, I've seen people burst into tears talking about the grocery shopping situation. Like it's just weird it and it's okay to yeah. not feel all good. So the system is like Dean goes and then I, he comes back and I organize the food and put it away and you know. But then you pull up in the car and you know, I wipe down the, the handles of the bag cause I take my own bags and I wipe down some of the food items that would have obviously been touched by the person. Because, you know, you're in line and the person uh, that, that's ringing you out has plastic gloves. Right. But that shit lives on plastic gloves for exactly. quite a long time. So you've just touched everybody else's stuff who's touched their stuff getting it off the shelf. And now you're touching all. Uh, and uh, anyway, it's, it's heavy. Even just talking about it, you can tell your whole energy shifts. So we are talking about routine. <laughs> we are talking about all the heavy things. Yeah. So what we were trying to say is that today we switched it up and we both have been feeling a bit sluggish. We want to like move our bodies, but we don't like, what do we do? Sometimes you just get bored doing the same workout routine. So we went in the backyard and created a circuit and it was really fun. Yeah. So we have a really big back kind of like park yard mm-hmm. and uh, it would, it's, um, 
it's a great place to do that. Uh, and what we did is we did like stations. So we yeah. did like kettlebell. Well, we started in the garage. We have our punching bag in the garage and we were going to skip. So we ended up going outside. We warmed up with a round the yard was going to be five times but it was only three three i was like i'm tired like, holy man it's a big yard it's a big yard so we then we did uh, kettlebell swings and squats. goblet squats and then we went uh ran down again and did these push-ups we did uh, planks step ups, step ups. A, we have this stone bench back there yeah and then we uh came back up and we did some more kettlebells and then we went to the garage and we put the gloves on and we hit the heavy bag for a while it's fun real fast yeah and like like 30 minutes it was like 30 minutes just shy of 300 calories burned like a good workout done and i really you know it's true i i recognize myself Mm. maybe people out there do as well (laughs) i go and i get on this like yeah i'm gonna do it bang and i go through the initial like am i this am i gonna continue to do this and then i get into the lifestyle of it and i'm like i love this I and I start having these fantasies about me running down the the um, beach in Malibu. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, no, actually, I don't want to run down the beach in Malibu. I want to run down the beach in Long Beach. Sure. Uh, not Long Beach in uh, Santa Monica. A beach. Carry so on. <laughs> anyway, so I um, and you know I'm all fit and it's the sun is setting and stuff and then I get into it and then all of a sudden I realize I wake up some mornings and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to watch, I'm going to binge watch something and then just like have a martini, have like six martinis. <laughs> so then I'm like, no, that no. didn't work. That somehow didn't work. And then you ride my ass like Seabiscuit for a couple, a uh, couple days. Cause I'm into and it and I'm like, I'm here. I'm doing the thing that we said we were going to do. And then Dean fails or not fails, but bails. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip fucking Vulcan Woo! mind melt here. here she just put here here's here's uh it's like this is this is Amanda style she's like hey try on these shoes see if they fit boom kicks you in the balls <laughs> oh. oh dude sorry I was just trying on some shoes and I kicked you in the nuts Are I didn't you see right? you there I didn't see you there yeah nice anyway I got a roll electrician tape in my pocket I'm gonna put it right here no, because the, oh yeah they can't see it That's they can't funny. see it there so that's the update there. So basically, mm-hmm. you know, are we always chipper and in great moods? And mm-hmm. as people say mm-hmm. on YouTube, marriage goals? No, not at all. I think marriage there were points goals. last week where I was like fantasizing about what it would be like to just be alone. Marriage goals are bullshit. It is because marriage is bloop, 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 bloop. And you know what? If you're faking your marriage on some kind of social media Ugh. stuff to be like popular, you're going to run into a wall, dude, because... You just got to be yourself and, yeah. and like, yeah, okay, we talk and we get along and then, oh, <laughs> I say, Brian, I don't like those pants. And I, and he says, and then, and then he says, well, Karen, uh, blah, 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 blah. Well, Brian, well, Karen. We have well, a Brian, Brian and a Karen in our actually, life. Actually, we do have. And, the wrong names. Yeah. Okay. Uh, again. Alfonso and missing. Serena. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. People. Anyway. You're missing the point because now you got same sex marriage. But you know what I'm anyway. doing? And I don't know if you noticed it, Amanda. If that's your real name. What have you been doing? Do you doing? notice when we get into a little spat that I kind of like, I instead of my usual like get in the car and like drive off <laughs> or like till I get bored and come home. Yeah. Now I kind of approach you again. I'm like, hey, kind of work it out a little bit. I actually did notice that because I was, but I think it's also, here's the thing. I got into a mood. Number one, there's was nowhere to yesterday? go anymore. There's nowhere so, to go. Yeah. And I was just annoyed and there wasn't a particular reason. I was like, just leave my area. Just leave. And I don't really ever say that. And I think you got the message. You were like, I'm leaving. So you left. And then you came back 10 minutes later and I laughed. And I was like, sorry, I'm losing my shit. That's it. You lose. When you <laughs> like, leave, I got nothing else. When for you, you get bored, you're just like, you know, you're not the drunk driver of the, that, that just like, I'm drunk. Uh, well, I pass out and go into the road and die. What the hell kind of. Okay, that's a bad analogy. Let me, Jesus. let me back that up. Let me, let me think about that. Let's talk about something else and all. Point is, I got annoyed and it was like there was no reason, no rhyme or reason. But really, it's just like so many others. Oh, I know what like, I, your I know. Needs a good analogy. <laughs> I know a good analogy. Oh, here we go. Here. go. Okay. You know the weed eaters? Sure. And they have that big, uh, long plastic thing that whips the weeds. A weed like whacker? A, yeah. <clears throat> you know, you're the kind of person with the weed whacker that if you're having a bad day, you're like, you know, uh, you, you hit it on the ground and the, 
when the plastic thing gets too short to cut grass and a little bit more comes out, but sometimes it doesn't, you get, it's, so that's the, you know, I was like, Oh God, so you just stop it and you take the cap off and you screw with it. And you're like, you know, it's, you're not having a good day cause your weed whacker right. goes on. Yours is like, yours is like you're doing it and the weed whacker's not working and you're like, okay, <clears throat> everything's okay. And you bang it on the ground. You're like, listen, and you bang it harder, but then you bang it and then it all comes out and you smack your, in yourself in the leg and then your hand goes up with the weed whacker and you take out someone's eye and then, you know, you smash a window and you're like, ah, and then it starts on fire. <laughs> like that's when you're in a bad mood. Just lies. Do you see the reality? Oh, was is... I being negative? Whoever comment. Point is, I am not usually the starter of shit. Dean's a fight starter. Hmm. Is that the right words? Are, no. no, but are you seriously saying no, that? No, I, I came out wrong. Yeah, you damn right it came out wrong. <laughs> Let's just steer clear of this subject entirely. Point is, I'm not usually the person who's like huffing and puffing for a long time in the house because no, I go do my own life. Here's the thing. It's I can't like, do my own no, life you got right a couple. Now. You got a couple things and mostly you're good, but <sighs> you got a couple things that I just don't understand even where they come from. But it real it realistically is like I'll get up in the morning and because I'm a nurturer. Oh, you know because what was I'm happening? A nurturer, do, 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 do. It was that whole thing because I wasn't getting enough rest. I wasn't getting up when I wanted to because I could hear you awake, and that was oh causing a problem. Oh my god! You really want to talk about that? No, but the point is, no, it was you a don't. Thing. <laughs> so we've moved on. But I can sometimes just wake up in a mood, and there isn't a reason for it. Listen, let's put some definition on what we're talking about because right now people are like, oh, "That's really nice." You're look at these bickering assholes. <laughs> The whole thing is, is that, you know, more often than not, mm-hmm. uh, we're sleeping with kids or we're like sleeping and we're doing a lot of bed jumping. Yeah. And, oh, we can segue into talking about uh, shaming or some shit after this. Sure. Anyway, so we've, we gradually move into the <clears throat> same bed kind of thing. But, you know, I'm a kind of person where I only sleep like six hours a day. Mm. maybe seven hours a day and i'm not in once i'm up i'm up i don't care if i had four hours of sleep once i wake up there's no like oh i could there's still time to sleep i'm not like 18 you know <laughs> I, I could totally fall back asleep but yes uh, no i can't fall back okay right, i yeah. guess i can i'll try harder no 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 it's just we all have different sleeping patterns mm-hmm. so anyway so so you are so used to having your beautiful gigantic king size bed in all your loveliness and your your kingdom and i'm like sleeping on like like you're like holy shit what is that under that sheet in the garage i'm like oh lies i there's pour another, it back and i'm like there's another king size bed whatever anyway so and you know it, it this whole thing evolved as well this sleeping in different places because some nights I had to go to bed at like eight o'clock at night yeah. so I can wake up at three in the frickin' morning and go Shift and fly workers. around in in, uh, in the atmosphere. It's, anyway, it's a topic I never talk so, about because so when people I talk, are weird. I don't care. You can be weird, hey. You want to judge? Know? Judge. Did you know? Give you a smack. That well, you know the band funny. "Walk Off the Earth." No. Walk off the earth. Oh. Tiny boxes full of people. You know that song? Oh yeah, the, they sang the guitar song yeah. with the one guitar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember them. So the oh, lead, this gives me another subject matter. The lead singer, yeah. the blonde woman, and Blackwell uh, or Black Sarah. Sarah Blackwell. And very talented. Very. And her yeah. husband is it Michael, the singer? Uh, yeah, the long hair is. Yeah. So Michael. they're they're. I don't know. Mm, I can't remember. No, it's something else. Anyway, I'm trying to remember their Instagram handles. Anyways, um, but. They're together. They have three children. They have separate bedrooms. And when she shared that online, I was like, like I almost fell off my chair. And maybe it's because of the nature of the content I've created years and years and years. It's a subject matter that people are very, very opinionated on. Like you must share beds with your spouse. And that is that. I don't know. It's a very, th- so I never talk about it. So we have had mixed bed setups for a long, long time. Yeah. With the it, co-sleeping and the yeah. breastfeeding and blah, blah, blah. So we're trying to bring it back and like get me and Dean back in the same room, but it's hard. It's an adjustment. Cause I've yeah, been alone you know, for a long I, I, time. Quite honestly, I'm like, I don't know. I don't miss it. I don't miss it. I love, I love, uh, I love, uh, me? Me? yeah, I love you. <laughs> But I, I also love um, having my own environment and Me just like, too. you know, I'll put a, a movie on 
watch a little movies and sections because God knows our TV viewing life is destroyed. <laughs> right now, by those nobody. Children. We only have one that's television. The, that's the the uh, entertainment destroyers. Oh. You cannot watch a freaking movie with those kids if your life depended on it. Yeah. unless it's like it's one like, that they want to watch. Yeah, and, and it's got to be real. Like, what <clears> was that one we watched? Do you remember? It was kind of animated. It was really interesting. Um, it was kind of offbeat. When was this? About a couple weeks ago. Like Doctor Doolittle? No, before Doctor Doolittle. We had watched so much. Anyway, this. it was a real. It was really interesting, and there was not a peep from them. Oh, it was um the Rings one Lord with of N- the Rings? Nicole Kidman. Uh, yeah, Nicole Kidman, where they're like stealing children. What the heck was that? It was like a Narnia type of movie. And they were taking the kids because they had a touch of magic. Oh. Was that one? Yeah, maybe it was that one. And they had their soul animal. Right. Oh, yeah, their soul animal. Well, there was not. Uh, Daniel Craig was in it. Such a Nicole good movie. Kidman. So weird. I it, liked it. It was so weird. But you know what? They didn't say a single word through no. that whole movie. So whatever the, the formula is for that movie, Hollywood like producer <laughs> people, do more of those movies. Because we tuned into... We put I want to ca- say one thing, though, <clears throat> before we move topics here, because we're getting almost to the 30-minute mark, and I want to start jumping on the questions from <laughs> the viewers and the listeners. Just to wrap up this whole thing with the sleeping thing, I do feel that as a creator, like I share so much of my life, it's just an area I don't want anyone's opinion on. And I just, I'm like, no. Do you know what I mean? About, and, and about opinion about what? Because people have opinions about stuff, and it's like, well, you should do this, or you shouldn't do that, or in order to have a successful marriage, this should be happening. Well, I'm like, you know what? Spare me your shoulds because we've been together a very long time. And I think one of the things that you and I recognized when our kids were small was that if, if, if no one is sleeping, this is going to be the end of a good thing. Yeah. One of us will die. Right. Because I, with, with my sleeping and, and I just want to, I don't, don't worry about that. Hey, listen, unless you're pulling out up in front of the house with a sponsorship of, nothing a, a big truck of money <laughs> i don't really care what anyone's opinion is it's just like yeah it's nice to know you know i'll, I'll do my best uh, to take that into consideration but this whole uh, judging and shaming and whatever quite honestly if you meet me on the street and you said you know i'm into uh, launching gophers out of a cannon or whatever <laughs> i'd be like that's okay i mean it's not cool but uh if that's your thing well, even then, though, it's hurting animals. It'll you know, something you else. probably don't want to do that. But I'm not going to sit there and, and go and just go on and on and on about it. You're never going to change anything with, uh, about other people. All you can do is change things about yourself. So this week, I was reading the news, as we've all been doing. And there was this one article that I thought was kind of interesting. And I have felt you know, pangs of it myself, but it was talking about this thing that's happening within social media where there's all this pressure in a way, like it started off, I think in a real positive way where it was like, Hey, you have all this free time at home, take up a hobby, write a book, bake sourdough bread. I don't know all these things, get to that fitness level that you wanted to get to. And all of these things, which I think is a great concept like getting everybody doing a hobby or like using their time wisely but then it kind of like tipped over to this weird place where people are feeling shame if they don't do all of these things and there's like this judgment that's happening like but who's judging you, you got to explain because right. you asked me about this yeah and at first i didn't quite understand what you're saying so mm-hmm. just for everybody out there there are people because because of the covid and and the lack of things to do, they're taking up projects right. and that's making other people feel like, Hey, don't do too much because you're making me look bad. Is that the kind of the thing? It sort of sounds weird when you put it that way. Yes. But also then there's like the humble brag happening in social media. Okay. What's that? Which is like, Oh, I'm so tired. I've been homeschooling my children all day. <laughs> yeah. They are, read like 12 books each they yeah. each did a science project oh I'm and sorry then that, oh, i'm sorry whew, i baked 
breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, everything from and you scratch. baked it all. It wasn't I baked everything. Just put it in the oven. Everything. <laughs> everything. I just there's flour everywhere. God, oh. my kids have been eating so much broccoli. Yeah. I just yeah. I can't keep going to the store. That kind of shit. Yeah, and learning Mandarin. <laughs> yes. And you know it's a hard language, and it gets it, it gets tiring. It gets boring. So there was a lot of that. And then it tipped over. Okay. So what's your position? Like, on? I got, I got the gist. What's my it? position is this, and this is, this is interesting because you and I use social media differently. And I'm wondering if that plays into it. So I, my brain is like, girl, we got you. You know what you need to do to stay healthy. You got to do some of this work stuff. You got to hang out with your family, blah, blah, blah. Compartmentalize, do a little workout, get some sleep, do all those things. Yeah. Test. Then I, also eat like about 12 oreos a day and that's not usually within my normal routine 12 isn't that money you know <laughs> they're really? not double stuff you think about it, that's about the equivalent of eating a whole cheesecake but that's okay <laughs> and when i did eat you a want lot to talk sugar? to me at all about uh, how much i'm exercising a day oh, i don't think shit. so sucker. and i don't even notice i'm doing it i'm just reaching for the cookies and then i feel a little guilty that i've eaten all this sugar yeah then I also actually don't feel very good because I crash pretty hard, as most people do with a lot of sugar. You're, you're spinning off into a, uh, someplace else. W- then I get onto Instagram and I see all those people doing all their fitness things. Are you saying that you're on the other side of the argument? No, I'm sometimes on both. So like I can sometimes not be in the right state of mind because I really do think it's a state of mind that you're in. So if I'm feeling already these feelings of guilt, like I haven't done enough with my day or something, and then I get online and I see images or messaging from people that may not mean bad things, but I'm not in the right frame of mind to be receiving said messages. And it's making me feel bad. Like when I see that person who's like, I don't know, like redone their kitchen or something and everything's organized i'm like oh my god i should do that but for some reason the the anxiety is popping up in me like i don't want to do anything in the kitchen but reach for oreos you know so it's weird it's very messy and it's hard to explain Mm. so tell me where you kind of what were your initial reactions when i brought that up get over here mister okay freak show here's the thing rude first of all i'm not alone in these feelings oh aren't you oh okay well then i take that freak show back and extend it further out into the... No. Here's the thing. Social media is about individual expression. True. So what does that mean to you as the viewer? That means if you don't like what you're looking at, you just... Look away. Yeah. You switch over to something else. Right. And you, you, you tell your husband or your wife or your whatever, your significant other, you say, that person's an asshole. Or I don't agree with that. Blah, blah, blah. You get into a conversation. You're like, that's really easy. Hey. All right, that's real interesting. Do you want to watch a TV or something or eat something? Yeah, okay. Right. And you go on with life. Right. But there's nothing that I've seen on social media ever, and I'm talking, this is ever, that means so much to me that I, I, I go for a moment and I have one of these things where I'm like, I'm in a field and I look up to the sky and I'm like, and a tear comes down because I'm thinking, wow, the significance of, of Charlie bit my finger. Uh, right. How do I feel about that now? Oh, I just got judged because I don't sleep on um, a memory foam mattress and I somehow feel bad about that. I don't think that that is a healthy way to look at life in general. And you know what? I really, I love uh, human expression, whether it's you don't do anything or you... Why are you looking at me? <laughs> you are Dude, not... I'm to smack you. Or, you know, if you're if you're like, hey, because I'm one of the people that I, I'm sitting there for, I'm like, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm, inside, like there's like just a wisp of smoke coming out of my eyelids. And I'm like, I am so bored. Hey, what can I do? Uh, I'm going to build something, I don't know, out of wood or do something because I'm going to go insane. Oh, yeah. And then while I'm doing that, I forgot. So I cleaned the car and then I came back and baked something or whatever. That's me. Right. So... It, you know whatever so uh, people are like oh my god i'm i'm i like those people those are my favorite people i'm like yeah cool man you did the, like you totally re- me made a japanese garden in your backyard in a day that's amazing good go for it it's so but yeah. i'll never sit back and and on the other side of it i never sit back and people go like yeah just feeling a little bit low because you know and i just like basically eat some oreos and whatever i'm like that's cool man take care of yourself <laughs> 
Take care of yourself right. because it's weird times. Why do I care? Because, okay, but there's so, you're simplifying something that is not so easily simplified because. Because social media is really complicated. Me, sir, with your dingle dangle What? Yeah, it is. Mm. Were you raised in a time where you were judged exponentially because of photos that you put online? Nope. You are a generation that actually has a great memory, and so do I. I'm like half in there of a life before posting everything online. Yeah, you, it wasn't remember, that a great life. You remember going on a bike ride and just going on a bike ride and not sharing it. Okay, well, there's, uh, yeah, I don't know what so, you're talking about. We have a great memory and we went through all that stuff. My point What's is, point? my point is that there is invisible value placed on people hustling and accomplishing stuff and sharing it online. I don't, what do you mean it's invisible value? Like we, we place judgment on people based on how much they hustle. And if you don't hustle, you're not Well, I just finished telling you that I don't. Right. You, so. I think, are an anomaly. And yes, there are many people who think those things. But even the most conscious woke person, that would be me sometimes, um, has moments of like, I cannot look at another fitness person doing their but, routine in their house because I feel so but down isn't about it a narcissistic where I am. type feeling. Like I'm going to tell you right now. Maybe it is. I'm going to tell you where I come from. I have a friend that's on um, on my Instagram, <clears throat> uh, Fabio, and he's a pilot and he lives in the Middle East, and he's into triathlons. Oh yeah. Like serious triathlons, and you know what? He does so well at it, and he's so passionate about it, and he just is. You know what? It, I'm inspired. I never feel an ounce of jealousy. I am just absolutely inspired. And I, I look at that and I go, you know what? I don't want to do that. But I love to see that you, you're doing something you enjoy and excelling at it. And, and to me, that is an awesome thing. If I was to have a personality where, and maybe some people do, that I feel somehow inadequate because I don't choose to do as much as other people, that shows that I got some real Oh, it's complicated. Issues. It's complicated. I think that there's also like societal yeah. pressures placed on people. Like as I know I have a point and I know that you guys will. It's one of these things I haven't quite worked through my feelings around it. Because on one hand, like as a woman, especially if you're, a, you know, just think about a woman today and like myself, mid 30s. What are all the things you're supposed to be good at? Cooking, cleaning, mothering, working, relationshiping. Uh, fitness, all these things that that's what that what that's what makes you a valuable person in society. Well, I'm not but, good but, at a lot said, of those things. No, but can I just I right? Just who ask, said exactly? Who said that? It's like invisible things. Because I know I know who you are, and uh, you know you have some you have some amazing talents, and you have some things that you absolutely you know you're not, not interested. Great at yeah. <laughs> you're not great at you, and so do I. But you know. Is it life is very, uh, uh, you know, things are very um, multifaceted. Absolutely. And, and I don't think that I have any judgment towards you. And I also don't ha have any feeling about when you, when I do things that are positive and you don't like them. Right. Okay. So, but coming back to like the social media part of it, because yes, all of this is valid and true. So I spend hours on my phone. Maybe more than you. I don't know. And for years and years and years. And I find if there is an account that makes me feel weird, like I am not good enough. What's or an account? A person's Instagram account, Oh, their account, Instagram example, account. Okay. Or their YouTube channel or whatever. And I feel inadequate because this is, this is a real thing. If I feel inadequate after, I'm like, why am I still here on this person's page feeling shit? And I often have to remind myself that not everything is as it seems. Every, you know, the people that are preaching some things have, they have dirty corners of their house. They have yeah. junk drawers. But, and but that's also not, because, you know, the people that I think are very successful at things like. But let me just finish well, my thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to But I just want to say one thing yeah, is like, sorry. I normally have all my needs to a certain degree being met in the world and can be like, Amanda, it's okay. 
Marcy's doing great. You're doing great in different ways. High five, right? And walk away. But when times are weird and we're feeling all these weird feelings, it's harder to be like, way to go, Marcy. I'm just like, well, screw you. I'm unfollowing. I can't deal with your shit right now of life being perfect. And there, this is where these feelings are coming up. And so yeah. what I find is happening is like we... We are having are forced to kind of look at areas that we need to work on within ourselves during this time of pandemic is what's happening. That's my point. Yeah. Okay. No, kind of. I don't know. I, I'm not. He's not really picking up what I'm putting down. No, I'm not. What I'm saying is this is taught and learned over our lives. So what I find interesting is you were sitting here talking about the confidence and, you know, recognizing insecurities that you have in yourself. I'm reminded not often, but I'm reminded that like we, you know, you do have 15 years on me to have that extra confidence in yourself. And sometimes like when you notice it, so like when I started feeling certain feelings, it does, it comes in waves and it's, it's really not prominent in regular life, but you know, I'm tr you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on in this world right now. And so when I notice that's happening, I find that the solution for me is to bring it back to basics. Like, what is it that nurtures me, Amanda? Not what's going to get me likes on Instagram. Not what's going to do well for me, you know, with other people. It's like, what do I like doing? You know what I really like doing? Listening to true crime podcasts and doing my 5D diamond puzzles at my desk with a hot cup of coffee. Like, I'm so excited about that right now. I want to do it later, you know? Like, and I like doing that and that makes me feel good and it like does like a nourishing thing. So are you talking about just... So what I'm trying to say yeah. is this whole thing we're immersed and immersed and immersed. Oh my God, everyone's hustling and everybody's baking bread and everybody's working out at home. And if none of those things bring you joy, stop looking at them, put your phone down and find something that actually brings you a, a true sense of satisfaction. Like, what is that? Is that daily naps? Is that like a walk around the block? And I think this is what, what's, what I think is kind of happening. There's like this universal, like, thing where we're forced to recognize <coughs> you know me. what our distractions are what's your distraction of choice and we don't really have access to all of them at the moment and so we're forced to be like oh god i gotta I, do this like yeah so the basic thing is like what you're saying is that don't worry what other people are doing do your own thing and, yeah, and, and take don't be time, a judging type try not to be too judgy of yourself um, same thing with when when you're judging people on the internet about oh we're doing too much stuff and and <clears throat> and uh oh my kids uh, their their mandarin is not as good as i thought it would be all right because well, everybody's got their stuff the person that's breaking baking yeah. 10 loaves of bread might not be sleeping at night because they're worried about where the next paycheck is coming from and mm. you know like everybody yeah. is dealing with their own shit and i think i suppose the message i got from it was when you start feeling hyper judgmental of others or super inadequate, like on either end of the spectrum, take a moment, put your phone down and be like, what am I, what am I lacking here? Like, what could I be doing that I actually enjoy doing where I don't feel the need to push hate on myself or hate on others? Well, you know? but, but you know what? I think this uh, judging is uh, un unavoidable. It is. And, and especially now, uh, I, and I don't But I suppose to, I'm more yeah. worried about the judging of ourselves. Like, that's what I'm trying to get at is like, when you start having very heavy days where you're like, I should be doing more. But do you really, I, do, do you yes, judge yourself? I do. Heavy. Jeez, I've never seen that before. I don't sit there telling call, you about it. Call me next time that's happening going, <laughs> Dee, yeah, I'm having a judging moment. I'll be like, okay, cool. Okay, uh, elaborate. What does it feel like? So now we're moving on to the lovely segment where I got questions from you guys on Instagram. Questions from you guys over the course of the last few days. And I'm letting Dean choose the questions. Help. My control issues. Ah, okay, go. Get your COVID-19 paws <laughs> off my face. Go. go. Okay. Uh, this is from Lizzie Morris. Mm -hmm. Was there ever a point in your life where you felt really lost? Career, relationship, what helped? I'll field that to you, Amanda. Ooh. Mm. Probably. Yes. I know exactly the moment. And it, it makes me feel icky because it's like, ugh, such hard, heavy feelings. I'll, I'll lay it out for you. Yeah, do that. So. Okay, <laughs> go. Jesus. Probably about like 2000. Okay, next question. Five, 2006. 
early 20s, living in Vancouver, negative money in the bank account, no prospects for work. I'd given my resume out to a bunch of places. Dean and I were pretty early on in the relationship and I was like, oh God, how am I going to do this? Like, Dean had the job with the nice salary. So I wasn't able to contribute financially. And it was just, it was icky. And uh, I remember I was like, Amanda, just, you gotta, you gotta sort this out. You have no friends here. You got nothing. So I went for this big walk and it was like kind of drizzling rain as it does all the time in Vancouver. And walking into like financial district and being like, I'm going to get a job in one of these buildings and I'm going to do it. And I think the thing is, it was a very low feeling. It was sort of like this crossroads for me personally, where I thought I might go back to Toronto because I was, I didn't know how I was going to get up to where Dean was in a way, you know what I mean? Like to be able to contribute financially and be like a grown up, you know? And then I, I, the solution for me was I just didn't give up. I was like, no, you're not going to go down. You're not going to go put your tail between your legs and go home. What are you going home to? If you can't find a job here, you got to find a job there. Like, so I was just... The last point was career-wise, you're confused and you I didn't have anything. Yeah. I was like, should I go back to school? Should I go to work? Yeah. Should I go here? Should I go there? I was listening yeah. so to everybody's advice. Yeah. And I finally just like, I took my own advice, which was like, go spend some time by yourself. Walk. And figure out what, what is it that you actually want? Is it, does this person, this love that you have with this person, which was UPS, um, is this love something that you want to fight for in the sense of like, do you want to like tough it out and find friends and make Vancouver your home? Or do you want to go back to what was familiar and comfortable and figure things out there? And I finally was like, no, I'm not a baby. I'm not running home to mom and dad. Like I'm going to sort this shit out. And I made, I had a great time in Vancouver, but it really was a shift. I was like, girl, you're going to hustle. So I, I was like one foot in front of the other. Anyway, you're never, you're never, uh, in my, uh, view of you just to answer that question, I, you may have felt lost, but quite honestly, those lost times are the times where you feel like, you know, Oh shit. Right. Things got to change. My particular one <clears throat> was um I was driving across when I first finished my licenses from aviation this would have been in 1990 long time ago. Uh I was driving across Canada and stopping into every single place that had an airplane with my resumes because you know there was no email really in those days. And, uh, and, uh, if there was nobody really answered that stuff. And I was in marathon, I, I got into marathon, Ontario, which is on the shore, North shore of Lake Superior. And I was so tired. And, you know, in those days I didn't have enough money for a, uh, for a hotel or anything like that. So I sleep in my, my, uh, Volkswagen rabbit and, you know, you're, you get used to that kind of like, uh, you're, you're eating, uh, you're going into grocery stores in different towns, you're getting sandwich meat and you're storing it, you know, in a foam cooler, some sad life. But one morning I woke up in the Marathon airport and I opened the back, the trunk of my car and there was, I guess, some people flying to Toronto to go on a holiday and, you know, they had all the nice gear and, uh, you know, they were... Uh, you know, driving a nice car and here I am, I'm, I open the back of my, my hatch and I, I get out and I, they kind of looked at me and I was just, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think I just pretended like I was doing something and, and uh, I felt really embarrassed and I, it was a very depressing time. And I think I stopped for a while on the side of the road and I just, I was just like, what am I doing? And sometimes you, you, you know, you just hinge your whole life on the smallest thing. People, I'm going to say people, but sometimes I used to think like there was all these grand gestures to make things change like it's a movie. But sometimes it's just a matter of like, I mean, you're just... Those little, those those little, little things. encounters so you just, where you're just like, all of a sudden your life goes boop, this way. Boop, yeah, you just way. decide, like you're driving down and <clears> you <throat> see a, a, a business, you're like, oh, that would be interesting to work at that, uh, be a lumber yard or whatever. And you just want to go on there. Hey, you guys looking for people to work uh -huh. there? That's all it takes. And actually what helped me is, is like this. When you feel, and this is back to the judgment thing and what, when you feel that, uh, I have, a, I have some people close to me in my life that I like are the worst for advice because it's always like this. Cause fear. 
It's fear. Totally. And, and nobody will let you do what you want to do because they are scared to do it. My advice was, have I been lost? A lot. Actually, I feel a little bit lost right now, mm. as, as we all do out there. The second part, what gets you through it? Find a person. Well, first of all, don't tell anybody what you're doing if you're making plans. Yeah, it's another one. Because 90% of the people will like, why are you doing that? But if you find that one... one Like you always told me, no one wants to throw you a parade. Like Nobody wants to throw you a parade. They'll throw you a funeral. Right. But never a parade. Do you fight about money? Not as much as we have. We used to a lot. We used to a lot. Well, we fought about money when there wasn't that much money. Well, that's right. When there's not that much money, I think it's pretty well everyone's fighting over money. Yeah. And we've been pretty fat there for quite a long time. So I I don't think we fight about it as much. Um, where I was surprised, what, what my big thing is when you're making large sums of money and the other person is not... There's a weird dynamic. There's a weird dynamic because yeah. sometimes the other person will just be like, they'll yeah. either be one of two ways. They'll spend it like it's theirs or they won't spend it at all and be like, no. And you go for dinner. I'm going to have a steak. And uh, the other one, uh, yeah, I'll just have a chickpea and mm. some ketchup on it. There's like a resentment. And you're like, builds. dude, just have the freaking steak or whatever you want to have. So, yeah, we fought about it, but not as much as we have. And actually, we're getting better at it because in in the end, um, and we're finding out now, like, really, does money matter that much? Yeah, we want to all survive. But you, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Eventually, you're going to run out of it in situations like this. And all you'll have each, is each other. And then you have to rely on, uh, on teamwork to get through uh, to the next stage. So... Is there a split of chores in the house? Has it changed since Dean is on uh, on a work hiatus? I actually have a really positive response to that. Go ahead. I was walking around the house the other day and I was like, damn, our house is really tidy right now. Mm. And I find it really interesting because we're both home. And I'll tell you where I've sort of switched my thought process about it is like before regular routine, Amanda works from home. Amanda does not clean from home at the same time as she is working. Mm-mm. So the kitchen would be dirty all day until the end of the day that didn't Dean didn't love it. So there was this weird like thing happening. But now that there's a little bit more free time, it's like we haven't really talked about it, but it's just been happening where like yesterday or the day before I did breakfast or yesterday I did breakfast and then Dean did breakfast the next day and then I did dinner. And then if Dean does dinner, I'll clean the kitchen. Point is our house is very tidy and we're both helping in all sorts of different ways. Like I've been doing and tackling the laundry every weekend. It only takes a pandemic for me to sort that shit out. Yeah. Dean does the garage. I don't know. I feel good about it. And, and that's the thing with uh, that's the thing with me is that I find that I honestly I don't know what it is, but like laundry, I mean it stumps me because I'm fo- you're folding and folding and folding <laughs> and folding. And the thing is, is that there is not to me there's not enough room to put away all the laundry. Or it's like so confusing that I'm just like, why are, I don't it's understand. Okay. I got it. Cause I end up getting Esme's underwear However, in my drawer. And when it comes to kitchen cleaning and dishes, I'm a pro. Yeah. So we balance and I, it. And out. I don't mind. I don't mind. Uh, I vacuum. Dean doesn't love to vacuum, but Dean's a deep cleaner. So he'll like go in and organize the cupboards. I'm like, sweet. Oh yeah. So we balance each other out. It's great. Yeah, we balance it out. It's good. So. It's a good balance. Uh, when you're freaking exhausted, this is from um, Zena HD. When you're exhausted, are you as strict with the kids, uh, disciplining them? We're not uh, that strict. We're not ever. really that strict ever. Yeah, no. it might, I mean, my back I, I, at some point. I but. can. I, you know, I, I you got to pick your battles because otherwise it turns into nagging, which oh, is a whole right. other oh, podcast. That's a good point. When you are con- when you don't choose your battles, and this is I I learned that's about true. this in. Um, you know what the the least favorite people to fly with? Maybe I'm one of them because I'm a little bit particular about some things, and uh, but sometimes I'm not, depending on what's happening. But uh, you get into a plane, and every single thing is gets a comment on it, and 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 you're like, well, you say a certain uh, 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 call a certain way, and oh no, actually it's in the book, it's this way, you. When you're the commander of a ship that when you have to let people do whatever they need to do and then kind of guide them towards where you want to go, you can't just 
they're not remote control animatrons. Mm-hmm. So the same thing at home, you know, like Esme and I, we were doing her homework today, and I get a little, I get a little annoyed. She's like, uh, she, you know, she's not into it. She's doing her thing, and then she, <laughs> she did this math question wrong, and I, I said, you know. And it she wasn't in a mood for criticism. She wasn't in a mood for criticism. So she, so she didn't. It was wrong. I said, well, you didn't carry the one here. That's why it's wrong. And she's like, you don't have to. Cre-. And she just, and I'm like, oh, my God. So it's not so much that I'm exhausted. Or it's not just one side of no. exhaustion. It's also the other side. It's like, what? Who's? What's the receiver getting out right. of this? Are they? Are they digging it? I've or ye- not like, digging let's it? be yeah. real. I've yelled a few times. I've lost my cool. Uh so is Dean, <laughs> like, you know, so have the kids, but we're not overly strict people in general. We have boundaries where if you cross it, you're going to know, yeah. but overall we try to just keep it Cause, pretty chill. Cause you think about that. You think about how your parents, what they uh, nagged you about doing stuff when you were young. How did that work out? Mm. I don't want you out with Jenny and her friends. They're a bunch of alcoholics and blah, 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 well, blah. We're not quite there yet, but like, no, but I'm just saying for when you, you all you want to do is be near them. That's all you want to yeah. do. You're like, don't wear mascara with kids. My parents, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't want you taking the car out when we're away. What's the very first thing you do? Hey, where's the keys? Oh, I think uh, (laughs) ask your brother. Hey, where's the keys? I think they hid them in their closet. Okay, I'm dude, I'm gonna take the car. Yeah, fine. I also have a really hard time with like that. I remember one time someone I knew said (sighs) they were frustrated with their child because they weren't obeying them. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, I don't obey no one. And like, well, I'm expecting no people to obey me. That that word is strong word. Not a fan. So anyway, whatever. <clears throat> teach their own. We're pretty chill. Let's move on. Next question. Okay, next question. Trying to get through a bunch here. One thing you're doing as a result of isolation that you will continue doing once it's over. That's by uh, Natalie Montiero 8. So what's one something you'll do now? Or continue to do now because of the uh, isolation that you'll continue to do in the future. I gotta think about that one. You start. I, I think that maybe something that we're doing now that we will continue to do in the future is number one, watch more carefully where we spend money. And the second part is is that career-wise, I'm gonna have to say that I would give my career a big hard look mm. because you know. This is, there was MERS, SARS, now COVID-19, 9-11 happened. There has been event after event after event after event. And every time that that happens, aviation takes a giant hit. People got to get around. They really do. But the thing about it is that for some reason, I've I've gone through that bankruptcies, um, mm-hmm. countless stuff like that. So I think... When things get back to normal, you really have to look at what's surviving and what is surviving. People that are first responders working in that, although I really wouldn't want to do that job. I'm not, I'm going to be honest. Holy shit. That was, waking up every morning and having to face that, those people are going to, uh, you know, they're, they're true heroes of, of, of the world. Uh, and the, even the, and the people that are, are, you know, at the grocery stores and the people collecting our garbage. And I mean, those people, they have jobs, uh, you know, wouldn't necessarily want them. But anyway, th- to make a point, I, I would change the budgeting and, and look at, uh, maybe look at the career a little bit closer. Because I don't want to go through this two more times before I'm 65, because what's the point of it? it? You need stability. Right. I was thinking more simple things. <laughs> you went grand, which is smart. That's probably why we make a good pair. Um, I think, okay, so thinking on the things that I would like to do, I'm definitely going to make more time to see people. Like I really miss seeing my friends and I think I'm going to be more of an, an, like an initiator. You know what I mean? Yeah. Initiator of what? Of like, I kind of wait. (coughs) Excuse me. I tend to be someone who waits for others to make plans. I think I have this like fear of rejection that if I initiate plans, people are going to fit like not want to come. It's weird. I know. Um, And so I just wait and then I get, and I can go on about my merry way and wait. And now I'm realizing, oh my God, what I would do to just go have like a glass of wine with a friend. Sounds silly. I also think something I want to continue once this is all done is um, finding times where I'm not working and just like just existing and doing something enjoyable. Like 
I don't make a lot of time for that. And this has made me realize how fun it is to actually have like family movie nights more regularly and do puzzles and yeah. This is by uh, Jacqueline, Jacqueline Gates. Okay. What would your advice be to couples having to quarantine separately? Mm. Frontline. Wow. Damn. Well, I think I kind of talked about this with somebody else that had, uh, they were on Instagram and their significant other was in Britain and they were here or somewhere like that. And uh, all you can do is hope that it's going to be over soon and try to maintain some, you know, some form of um, communication through, uh, you know, whatever, Zoom or whatever you have to, to talk to each other uh, uh, because, I think people are even quarantining yeah. in their own house separately. I've seen that on TikTok. Why? If you have a frontline worker. Oh, yeah. If you're having a frontline worker. Oh, quarantine separately. That's what they mean. Yeah. Like in the same oh, house. Oh, geez. Well, I don't know. What what do you, what can you, what can you do? I mean, you they're supposed to have these tests that are available, uh, you know, coming out. I just read this. Uh, uh, I think Bill Gates was talking about it. This is uh quarantine test that's like $15 and you can use it right away and it gives you the test instantly. Wow. I, I don't know. I, I honestly, it's a tough predicament to be in. Uh, my advice would be is just maybe, um, maybe it's not such a bad thing sometimes, you know, you can, it makes your love grow stronger. I think you figure out love languages like in different ways. I don't mean to laugh, but like, no, it was more like a, you have don't know what to say in the situation. Say, yeah. Like I've seen it where, you know, it's the little things like it was it weird that I'm referencing TikTok, but I just saw a video about this where there's two frontline workers and I guess the wife had fought, like just passed out. She was so tired and the husband noticed her phone was dead. So he plugged her phone in and like, you know, had the right food in the fridge for her. And I think it's just about supporting your partner. And I, I think, you know, like all I can think is that it's less, and you're naturally already probably doing this, but it's less about your needs at the moment. Like if that person has to go to work every day, I mean, you really got to give them a bit of a, a pass, you know, like that person's obviously tired, a lot of emotional stuff going on. I'm just trying to put myself in that situation. Like yeah. I think they just need a, a secure place that's cozy and, you know, maybe their responsibilities are less. Yeah. There's things you can, you, things you can do and things you can't do. I yeah, mean, absolutely. you can do nice things for them. And, and, uh, like you, like you said, you know, just kind of nurture them in that way. But as far as being separated in your own home, I mean, w what else could you possibly do? And this is, that's the real thing about this, this COVID, uh, 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 quarantine that the world's going through it is that, there's so the cost of the economy, the cost to, uh, you know, the education of our children and whatnot, but there is a real personal cost and a cost that I don't think is calculable now, uh, until, you know, we're going to get some, some real strange things happening afterwards. Thanks. Like, I think you're going to see, uh, I think you're going to see some, um, some realization that, uh, some relationships that you, we're in you really sh didn't really want to be in I agree. and the other side is there's going to be like the app you know absence of people in your lives will make you love them so much more so it's going to polarize uh, uh, some of that stuff so i think you made a good point though about this is a time where like you are in such close proximity with your family members that like there's no joke. There was a, there is, I mean, I've seen the headlines, a huge spike in divorce rates in China because of this, like <laughs> it's real. Well, what else was supposed to happen? I mean, people right? that, that haven't spent a lot of time with, I'm not just laughing at China. I'm talking about it in general. I mean, totally. a, a lot of, uh, 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 you know, guys wake up in the morning, girls wake up in the morning, whatever, eat some breakfast. Hey, honey, what are you going to do today? Well, I think I'll be, okay, that's nice. I'm going to go play golf or I'm, you know, or the wife's going to do yoga or whatever. And, you know, you're, you're, you pass each other. And then at night you're like, hey, let's have some dinner. Hey, you feeling frisky? Bang, sleep. And you're just so busy mm -hmm. with life. And then all of a sudden you got to spend time with each other. Uh, you know, be very you're on the mission to Mars. You're in the little spaceship. Because I've never experienced this. No, this hasn't no been. One a, has. this, no one has experienced this. The whole Earth shut down, and uh, and you know, 
I think it's going to bring a lot of clarity and stuff. There's certainly a lot of things that I'd like to change, uh, uh, not about my immediate relationship with my family or anything, but like you really realize who people that are close to you and actually care, care about you and people yes. that you'll just like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Who are you going to let back onto the island once you this gonna is be, all done? That's right. Who are you letting back in? And and that that gets to uh, uh, something. And also you see the way, um, you know, uh, the government governments react to uh, various uh, uh, crises. Uh, you know, what's uh, our government here in Canada doing as compared to the U.S., as compared to England, as compared to uh, 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 Finland? And, and you kind of go, ah, I get it. That's that's what I mean to in my... That's the that's what I, I, I uh, how much I mean to this uh, country or whatever. I mean, it's there's a lot of interesting things happening. And to your point, yeah, and we'll wrap it up. Yeah. I also think that this is a time where you got to practice some patience with yourself and others. Like sometimes your partner's going to drive you nuts, but also everybody is processing these emotions differently, and it's going to show up differently. And yeah, it's going to bring some things to light. Yeah. And also, though, I think kind of like similar advice when you've got brand new babies and stuff, and you're like, ah, at each other, because none of your needs are being met. Like, give yourself a little bit of grace. You know, your partner might be driving you nuts, but you're also stuck with each other 24-7. And I think that that deserves we'll give a, little them a little bit of consideration. Is that right. what I said? Yeah, you said give yourself a little bit of grace, but give them a little grace. Yeah, you, them, the whole thing. Yeah. Give your relationship. Just everything needs some breathing room right now, and no, no one has it. So Texting, on that yeah. note, our children require our attention, and I need a coffee, so let's go. All right. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me again. Of course. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Follow along. Uh, we have some fun here every now and then. And until next time. Bye, guys. Stay well. Bye. Bye.